It's time for Rhema for Today. And for 44 years, God's been my healer. You know, I haven't even had an aspirin. Now, if you hadn't needed an aspirin, it's all right, take one. Don't misunderstand me at all. But I haven't even taken an aspirin. I haven't even had a headache in 44 years. You see, this word works. I believe that's supernatural in itself. I said, I believe that's supernatural in itself. Man go to hell for lying just because you wouldn't steal. I haven't had one single headache in 44 years. Here a while back, I left the office out here one afternoon, and suddenly there's a pain struck me, you know. What are you going to do? I said, uh-oh, no, you don't, Mr. Devil. It's been 44 years since I've had a headache, and I'm not about to have one now, and, you know, just like you snapped your finger there. Never return. Just never return. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan wraps up his teaching on man and miracles. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Man and miracles. And so men in the world, Christian world, and even a lot of times in the spirit-filled Christian world, are living so far beneath their privileges that if God gets through to them, he'll have to come from the outside because they won't listen to him on the inside. They haven't been taught to do so. He'll have to move in a supernatural, miraculous way from the outside to get into their spirits. And then lost humanity is spiritually dead. Now that doesn't mean that his spirit doesn't exist because it does exist. His spirit is separated. His spirit from God is alienated from God. And so if God's going to get into his spirit, he's got to go through his physical senses and through the natural to get into his spirit. Now you see, that's the thing that attracts attention. On the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost was poured out, and they began the 120 to speak with other tongues, and that was noised abroad, the crowd came together. The miraculous drawed their attention. Then Peter stood up and preached. And 3,000 souls was converted. You see, the miraculous, the supernatural, drew them. Then Peter preached the word to them, told them how to be saved, what to believe, and they became Christians. Now, so many times... We let God move in the supernatural realm only as far, and he is a gentleman, and he won't go beyond what you will permit him to go, as far as you will allow him. Some people, they'll let the Lord go far enough to manifest himself, the Holy Spirit, in speaking with tongues, sometimes interpretation. But I know some churches would not at all let God go any further, even the gift of prophecy to be in manifestation, or the prophet's ministry to be in manifestation. Or some of the other gifts of the Spirit. See, they're all supernatural. Are oh, you listening to me? Every one of them are supernatural. The gifts of the Spirit are not natural gifts. They're supernatural gifts. Gifts of healings spoken of in the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians is not medical science, has nothing to do with medical science. That's natural healing. This is supernatural healing. Healed by the power of God. Thank God for supernatural healing. Now, don't misunderstand me. I believe in natural healing. And if you need help in the natural realm, fine. And if you don't have the money to pay for it, I'll try to raise an offering or give you some money. I've done that and help people. 
I'm certainly not opposed to medicine, not opposed to doctors, not opposed to medical science. Thank God for all the good they can do. But I'll tell you, I know a better way. I said, I know a better way. And for 44 years, God's been my healer. You know, I haven't even had an aspirin. Now, if you hadn't needed an aspirin, so I'd take one. Don't misunderstand me at all. But I haven't even taken an aspirin. I haven't even had a headache in 44 years. You see, this word works. I believe that's supernatural in itself. I said, I believe that's supernatural in itself. Man, go to hell for lying just because you wouldn't steal it. I haven't had one single headache in 44 years. Here, a while back, I left the office out here one afternoon, and suddenly there's a pain struck me, you know. What are you going to do? I said, oh, oh, no, you don't, Mr. Devil. It's been 44 years since I've had a headache, and I'm not about to have one now, and, you know, just like you snapped your finger left. Never return. Just never return. Hallelujah. But you see, you've got to get your spirit trained in the Word for that to work for you. Someone said, I wish that worked for me. It won't work by wishing. I hope I get there. You won't get there by hoping. You'll get there by getting into the Word of God and getting the Word of God in you and practicing that Word and believing that Word and acting upon that Holy Word. Can you say amen? amen. We're talking about man and the supernatural. That's man's natural realm. The spirit realm. The supernatural realm. The miracle realm. I remember I was pastor in a little full gospel church down in East Texas, 1943. And in my study, February, I got it written down, the date, just exactly, 1943, during World War Number Two. I was praying. In fact, that day, I purposely, I didn't have any leading to do it. I didn't have any inspiration to do it. I didn't feel like doing it. I felt like not doing it. But I made myself and forced myself to pray five hours and 45 minutes in other tongues. And at the five hour and 45 minute mark, there was a manifestation of God's power. And I grabbed my pencil and began to write it down. Here's what he said. At the end of World War number two, there will come a revival of divine healing to America. February of 1943. Now, in September of 1944, I was preaching a young people's rally in the First Assembly of God Church in uh, Longview, Texas. And I gave them what God had given me over a year before. See, World War Number 2 is not even over yet. It wasn't over until August of 45, about a year after I was preaching this. And while I was preaching, the power of God fell on that crowd, and I didn't ask anybody to kneel. Every preacher, every pastor, every minister made a run for the altar, and everybody fell on their knees all over the building. It's instant, like you just snapped your finger, was turned into an instant prayer meeting from one end to the other. Well, we saw that, that revival come. It began about 1947 and lasted through about 1958. In 1958, now you listen to me carefully now. In 1958, I was holding a revival meeting, my second revival meeting, in the old Cliff Assembly of God Church in Dallas, Texas, where Brother H.C. Noah's pastor, still pastor there, except they got a new building. And I said from the pulpit, see, I'm saying these things so you know where I said it because I got witnesses. I said from the pulpit, the healing revival is waning and about over. Now let me tell you where the next revival is. I said, now I sit from the pulpit. I said, the next revival's in the church. They thought I meant in the full gospel church, Pentecostal. No, uh uh-uh, no. The next revival, I said, is in the denominational church. And so there came this charismatic move. And standing there on that platform in the spirit, I saw myself. I saw myself preaching in Baptist churches and Methodist churches 
Catholic churches even, Disciples of Christ, denomination, and I, everything I saw has come to pass, and I've done it. I've done it. And there's come this great charismatic move where thousands. I've been right in the, in the back, yeah, regular, still in the convention, still in the convention. Praise God, we had 150 filled with the Holy Ghost people falling under the power all over the house. I've been in a Christian church, Disciples of Christ. Already 400 of them and 50 had received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, another 150 while I was there. And people falling under the power all over the house. Reminds you of old time Pentecost. Amen. Praise God. Amen. You see, that, that's happened. We've had that. And it's not, that's not all over yet. But now let me, let me tell you where the next move is now. Remember I said I found myself saying I had to ask Ken what I said. You know when you move in the Spirit, your head don't know everything you say. <laughs> I was preaching, you know, Fred, the second camp meeting here over in the Sheridan Road Assembly. We used that for our first two camp meetings. And I, I, I said, they said I said one night in preaching, well, Barry was there, that I was going to start a Bible school or a training center. My wife said, honey, you know what you said? I said, what? said, you said you was going to start a training center. I said, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, she said, you did. I said, no, I didn't. I had to go back and play the tape. And I said it, you know what? You said I said it, yeah. Board members heard me say it. I didn't know I said it. Didn't realize I said it. I had to go back and play the tape. I said, well, if I said it, I guess we'll have to do it. I didn't come out of my head, come out of my spirit. Because I didn't think it, you see. And so we did it. We did it. Praise God. Now, see, that all came about because I suddenly said something out of my spirit that the Spirit of God inspired me to say. And you can see God was in it. Blessed be God. Hallelujah. People don't know the word. Well, down in Atlanta, I had to ask Ken because I didn't listen to the tape. I said, what did I say before the service night? Because I was trying to remember it. If it don't come through your head, it's, you can't remember it. See, it never did register on my mental processes. So I had to, you saw me take him behind the curtain there, you see. And I asked him, what did I say then, Len? I, I, I was in the spirit. I was ministering. Things were happening. What did I say? <laughs> Amen. Because God was dealing with me about this message, you see. And, and, and he said, you said, mark my word for it. Write it down. Now then, you mark my word. It's a carryover from Atlanta. But write it down right now. And remember, I said it. I went back under to those two other things to, so you could see that what I said was... You see, when you speak in the Spirit, I don't mean just speak. I wasn't speaking by faith or anything like that. Faith's confessions in line with the Word works. But see, this is in line with the Word. It's a revelation from God. I was preaching down in South Texas. Now, Brother Goodwin knows about this because he's a pastor of church there. And uh, I went over to hold him revival. And I'd come from another place. And I said not to Brother Goodwin because I preached one place first before I went to Brother Goodwin. I said, you watch it. And if it don't happen, I'm a false prophet. That pastor over at that other church... One week from next Sunday night, I'll fall dead in the pulpit. Well, one week from that next Sunday night, that fellow finished his sermon, given the altar call, and fell across, the, fell across the altar dead. You say, did he go to hell? No, he went to heaven. You say, a Pentecostal preacher? Yeah, he missed God. It can cost you life sometime to miss God. Are you out there? You're going home. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Pastor Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. Right now, I'd like to tell you about this month's special radio offer. 
This offer begins with the single CD from Kenneth Hagen entitled, It's Time for the Rain. And next, a three-CD series from Kenneth E. Hagen, Craig Hagen, and Lynette Hagen entitled, Prayer, Shaping the World Around You. Lastly, a CD from Denise Burns, Holy Spirit, the Ultimate Best Friend. All this for the special price of $25. That's $10 off the retail price. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. And in August, we'll be traveling again and living faith crusades. Yes. Uh, August 15th through the 17th. That's a Sunday through a Tuesday. Tuesday. New Life Christian Church and World Outreach. Uh, that is in Warsaw, Indiana. Yeah, Pastors John and Deborah Lowe. That's right. And we're looking forward to that. Then we're going to drop down to Virginia, Illinois. It's right there by Beardstown. Uh, I think the two are right together. Yes. And uh, that's August 18th through the 20th, Wednesday through Friday at Life Family Church with yes. Pastors Brandon and, and Pamela, Pamela Thompson. Thompson. That's right. Uh, they're special to us as they they travel with us on the road and and uh, and, and so yes. we're we're and so you excited. were kind of responsible for getting yeah, them so, together. I was kind of responsible <laughs> for getting them together. And, yes, and we're so glad to be able to go there. Yes. So if you just go online to to rhema.org and you can find out all Everything. the information yes. about us. Okay. Monday, Kenneth E. Hagen will start a new and powerful teaching. That's next week on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. Have a great weekend.